Welcome to episode number five of the Time Out Podcast with Tyshawn Taylor, hosted by Rock. I am Rock. He is Tyshawn. We have a very special guest joining us today. He attended George Washington High School in Chicago, Illinois, where as a senior, he averaged 22 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, and 3 blocks per game. He played two seasons at Chipola College, where he was named Sixth Man of the Year as a freshman, before being named both Player of the Year in the Panhandle Conference and an NJCAA All-American as a sophomore. He then joined the Jayhawks in 2008, where injuries cut his first year at KU short, but as a senior, he averaged over five points a game, three rebounds. After his KU stint, he went on to start a professional career that had him playing all over the world. He's averaged almost 15 points per game with three, ba- three rebounds, three assists in his pro career, and he's kind enough to spend some time with us today, none other than the great Mario Little. My boy. Mario, how are you, sir? Hey, bro, you averaged 12 rebounds your senior year uh, high school? Yeah, I was like a four, five, three. No I wonder. Do it makes sense. It all makes sense now. Yeah, that's why I was able to like <laughs> transition to... Over here like that. Yeah, that's why I close up with you at the floor. We'll get into that, though. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm so good. I'm good. good. Uh, sure. I ain't did no interviews a lot, but for sure I haven't done any, like, this time of day. But So you may be more mer- nervous than I am? No, no. No? I'm All right. I feel oh, like I'm on a breakfast club. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know how to do interviews. It's, it's kind of early. Um, we had a long night last night, but <clears throat> my boy's in town. He been, we've been kicking it hard. I appreciate him coming. And giving us a little bit of his time. <clears throat> I know we tried to do this before. We had some technical difficulties. Um, so for us three, some of this is going to be uh, like a touch-up and kind of like a, a spin back. But um, for the people who are watching, uh, Mario is definitely one of my favorite people in the world. Like, definitely a big bro. Um, I don't use that as a 32-year-old man. I don't say big bro a lot. But, you know, knowing him for over 10-plus years now, um, we've, you know, we've connected overseas. We've connected um at every level um since we met each other in, in basketball we got here in 2008 so again i want to appreciate you for coming and just you know um kicking it with us um and i'm looking forward to hearing your story because i know it's one one of my favorite you know um like i say you're just one of my favorite people and your story is one that the people should hear so i'm looking forward to this interview specifically Absolutely. And I do appreciate you stopping by as well, spending some time with us. I know you're a very busy man. Um, I've had the pleasure of getting to meet Mario two or three times now and uh, probably one of the nicest guys I've met. Mm. Uh, He knows my sons. He's met my son a couple of times. Every time he sees him, he knows his name, talks basketball with him, spends time while we were setting up. He's spending time with my son over there teaching him moves and how to work on your game. And just he's just an all around good dude, man. So it's good to have you here. Appreciate your time. Uh, let's start with Chicago, man. Born and raised Chicago. Shot town. Chicago's Ladies known for some boys. ballers, man. Let's see. We had, what, D. Rose? Yeah. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Sharon Collins? Yes, yeah. sir. Mario Little? Yeah. Uh-huh. What was basketball life like in Chicago? Tim Hardaway from? Tim yeah, Tim Hardaway. Hardaway. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Mark Aguayo. I was just telling you about that last night. Like, uh, we had Nick, and- Nick Anderson? Nick Anderson, yeah. Uh... Antoine Walker, yeah, Twan, D Wade, kind of. We, we sometimes. Shumpert, <laughs> Shumpert. Uh, Shump, yeah, we got a lot of leggings. We got a lot of players. Like Leggins. basketball in Chicago is it's up there with New York and New Jersey. Up there, yeah, right. It's up there with New York and New, New Jersey. York. Uh, New York is decent, but Jersey, 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'll let Thomas know. I'll let Tyshawn. I'll let Thomas. You know, you know what Kyrie Tim, Irving is? Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving you. He from there? You know Al Harrington? You got dog. Al Harrington is not from New Jersey. Crazy. Went to St. Patrick's High School. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he did. Jonathan dog. Bender. Right? John, I thought that was Jonathan Bender. Uh, what's buddy name that went to the class, uh, Cavs? 100-point scorer high school? Wagner? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's our best player. We got Hooper. Boy, we read them. Anyway, let's get back to the shop. Right. We, got, we know what Jersey do. <laughs> Might be a, a, a segment next time. Jersey versus Chicago. Yes, we'll sir, name right. the all-time gotta best come, teams. We got to come me. with something better than that. <laughs> but uh, uh, grow yeah. up in the, growing up in Chicago, man, what was basketball life like for you down there? Basketball was everything. Like, courts everywhere. It's not like East Coast where like you got like the kind of like the projects and then you got – Right there. Court in the middle. Like right there. But we got courts and parks everywhere. So I can low-key look outside my window and see, like, down the street, which is about three, four blocks down the street. I can see if, like, if it's the pop, I mean, the park popping or not. And should I go up there or? If it's worth going to get some runs in. Yeah, sometimes I run. Sometimes I used to run up there, like, because I can see, like, can oh, see yeah, who's playing. They up there today, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I used to sometimes run, but. Basketball is everything, you know, from a young standpoint to, like, high school, college, and everything is, like, you know, it's kind of like that everywhere now. Like, Did you deal. play other sports or was basketball it? Um, did I play Because looking sports? at your high school stats, man, look like you're a pretty athletic fella. So yeah, assuming yeah. basketball wouldn't have been I your only option. I grew up playing a lot of sports. Like, once I got to, like, high school, I kind of just, like, narrowed it down and made sure, like, I focused on – it's hard. I, I think it's hard to – I mean, I, I never did it. I would assume just knowing how locked in I was on basketball to try to be that locked in on something else, I would assume that would be, like, really hard to do, like, in the same time. I mean, um, yeah. I know people do it, obviously, and I, I know like as far as, like, baseball and basketball or baseball, football, basketball, football, I just think that, I mean, that would be super hard to do mentally to be – I don't think so. Uh, when you When ball is life, basketball is life, yes. But when sports is life, yeah. like I wake up and uh, fall, I know I'm doing yeah. football. Or you, you don't know, think that you don't think spring, I know I'm going to be running and stuff. Then it's kind of like you don't think a kid who is 100% focused on basketball, opposed to a kid who's playing basketball and football and baseball, would probably end up being a better basketball player down the road, opposed to not not all the time, but sometimes like, you 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 peak early. Like, right. I mean, we know a lot of eighth graders that were ranked yeah. number one. And yeah, by sure. the time they were a sophomore, it was like nowhere yeah, near sure. to be. So, I mean, it all depends. It, I think it varies a little bit. Were you ranked as a high school basketball player? Yeah, my freshman year I wasn't ranked because I uh, wasn't going to a lot of classes. So, I wasn't able to, like, play a long time. And you had to be ordered to be, like, ranked as a freshman. You had to be on varsity, which I was. But I ended up. Not playing like from maybe like January, whenever those midterms came out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was ranked. I was ranked though. My sophomore year, my bad. I, I um, I think I was ranked like fourteen in the state, and then I got to like nine. You know, I, I like fluctuated from like maybe nine and like twelve throughout my senior year. You know, in the state. In the state. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Your class, your high school class, graduating class was 06. Don't, don't put no, yeah, no. <laughs> 06. I was about to say for my bad. 06. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough high school Super, class. Yeah. Even in Illinois. Yeah. yeah not tough. just na nationwide. Like, oh, no, I mean, for sure. But, I mean, 
yeah, we talked about how Chicago breed, breed hoopers kind of. And so I, I know around that time, that's around the time where I was like super locked in on rankings mm-hmm. and who was who was Me ranked too. here and who was playing against. And that 06 class was like one of my favorite classes as far as like when I would look on rivals and see like OJ Mayo name or like KD or like guys like that. And I'd be like, damn, mm-hmm. like those are the guys you aspire to be. Do you go to AAU tournaments and you see these guys? Um, obviously, this is kind of like the YouTube era starting up, so you watching their mixtapes all the time and their little highlights, and mm-hmm. like, damn, that's that's OJ right there. So that's a t- basically I say all of that. Say that was a really good class that you was in, um, for sure. Coming out of high school, like yeah. top tier, like all of the, a lot of those guys are like the league right now, and like the, the superstars in the NBA that yep. came out of that class. Yeah, uh, nationwide, yeah, for sure. Like statewide. Not really, but we had some tough guys. Yeah, like John Shire went to Duke. Duke yeah, he uh, boy, right? he was yeah he was that was one of my good friends too back in high school. But he he was it. He you remember that dog. name, John he's a, Shire? He's a, is he, he the coach? Yeah, he's the coach now. Yeah, he took over for yeah, coach yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the head coaching job. Yeah. Yes, he the head coach. Oh, that's he fine. I didn't know congratulations, that. all that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For those of us that not, or not, those of you out there not familiar, where is Chipola College at? It's in Florida. It's in the Panhandle down there. Um, if you know how Florida look, geography, it's a little slit, kind of like a little thumb, and then like See, a thumb. I grew thumb up in thumb. Hutchinson, Kansas, so that's where the NJCAA <laughs> tournament is every year. So yeah, I, I recognize the name Chipola yeah. uh, from coming there quite a few yeah, years. Yeah, we came there a lot. They were I was junior there. college powerhouse. Uh, junior college. So we, you, you, you know what you did in high school your senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, then you take the junior college route because of – was that academic reasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's something that you should touch on for all the kids watching, anybody aspiring to, um, you know, take basketball serious into the next level. I think that's something that's important because um, you can have all the talent in the world, be ranked, be as good as you want to be, um, but it's a, it's a, it's another side to that that a lot of kids, myself included, don't always take serious mm-hmm. um, because of for whatever reasons. But I think that's something that you should you should talk about how important it is and how like. Um, yeah, just I guess you're just your story and your route, but like how important it is, and maybe if you did go to class or did do a little bit better work in school, like maybe your trajectory of your your story may For have sure. changed a little bit. Nah, and how important that yeah, is? Yeah, everything. I think in the journey, everything counts. So like, I don't want to get too deep. You throw a rock in the water, it's gonna splash, you know. So on the journey, anything that's different, like far as flow. You have to. You might get knocked here, and then you might have to adjust this way mm-hmm. to get back on the, the right path. But me in high school, I mean, I had like all the coaches. I mean, all the schools. You know, That's especially cool, yeah. all in in the, in the Big Ten. Uh, my most like school that I was excited about was UConn. You know, we grew up watching Ben Gordon and you Shit, know yeah. the Mecca. Another all Chicago of those. guy, right? No, no, they not. They, uh, ben Gordon, Mount Vernon. Okay, Mount Vernon, okay. but. Um, that was like my biggest like school. Like I had all the big tens, like Illinois and Purdue and name them. I had them yeah. like handwritten. You know, back then letters were everything. Handwritten letters. A coach like, like name a, on that joint. That's you like. Right. Oh yeah, he really want me. He's interested for <laughs> right. sure. Those the ones you will hope to get. Exactly. So I remember UConn write me back, or just write me like, yeah, we can no longer recruit you. Like we seen your transcripts, and that's when I was like, dang, like. So you know it was real. Yeah, like I mean, because I got by like just with being like charismatic, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, go ahead, let me get that C instead of it. Like you know, it caught up to me. 
Well, I know you watch Hoop Dreams. I know you've seen Arthur A.G. Yeah, I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really understand. Yeah, like, you just, yeah, I know, you're just bro. trying to get to the highlights. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, <know. laughs> I didn't catch that part. I already know. But yeah, Juco. Yeah, I ended up going to Juco. Yeah. And getting it together because, like, that's when I was, like, I was recognizing, like, this is, this, this is real and it's wild down here, like, yeah. in, in junior college. Like, you, you on your own and you probably coming from a school. A lot of guys on my team came from D1s. Yeah. So they were nice. So they were already accustomed to a certain way of living and things that got them sent to JUCO, they still came down there with. So, like, yeah. you really had to lock in and you were really on your own. And you, like, it's a real fine line to succeed out of there. And oh, yeah. You gotta that's be, a grind. That's yeah, tough. You got to be, like, straight as an arrow, basically, to fit through the window. Did you have somebody down there, like a coach or a teammate or a family member, to kind of help you work through the process of understanding, like, what needs to be done now at yeah. this point? Chipola um, Junior College was really good, you know, with being hands-on. We had a lady down there. Um, her name was Amy Myers. She made sure we were, like... Shout out, Amy. Shout yeah, out, Amy. Shout out Amy Myers down there. Uh, she, were, she was great. I had a coach. His name was uh, Coach Bogan. Like he had made sure I was. He was on me, and I had a really good um, um, roommate, which was also my uh, backcourt running mate. Um, his name was Mario Chalmers. Me and him, he was really positive guy. Mario Edwards. Wow. His name is Mario Edwards. <laughs> Mario Edwards. And it was two Marios on the team, and yeah, he was a real good guy, and we still talk today. That's fine. Yeah. I got a question. I know you got some stuff right now, but I got a question um, because I, obviously my route was a little different. I went to high school, straight to college, didn't have to, you know, my grades weren't great, but I did enough to, to get what I needed to get type mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, you know, I had to take the SAT like three times because I, I had to get like a certain score that I couldn't get to my third time. And I think they even ended up like rounding them all up or something, like mm -hmm. <laughs> taking all three scores and like right. kind of rounded. I don't even know, but I ended up getting Anyway, I say this to say like that – Getting that letter from UConn saying that they can't recruit you no more, that hitting you and you realizing like, damn, I'm gonna have to take a, a different route than maybe I thought. Going to going to junior college, you talking about how tough it is and how like like how it's a thin line to succeed in there. But you were able to go there, obviously play well because you ended up at Kansas. And not only did you end up at Kansas, you ended up at Kansas a year after they just won a national championship. And Cosell was pretty high on you, from my understanding, like. He liked you, like he, mm -hmm. he still likes you, but he liked you a lot as a player coming in and, sure. th and thought like you would be very important to the team. Right. Um, so talk about how, even though that, that UConn letter and realize, that realization that you were have gonna, that you were gonna have to take a different route, um, did, did those two years like help? Was that like something that you would tell a kid, hey, if you struggling in school and you don't think you're gonna, like this is an okay route to take because you can end up having this kind of story that you want. At right. the end of it. Well, UConn definitely, they told me that's a sophomore. Okay. You know, I still had time. But okay. I had, did so bad as a freshman, I was catching up. Yeah, Night it was, school. It was going to be tough. Summer school, like, you know what I'm saying? And I always been optimistic, so I always was like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm still going. Like, it. you know, and that's a big thing just to know. I don't know if that was manifestation or what, but I was always, yeah, I'm, I'm going, you know. And just to go from junior college, the junior college route. What, what was your question? Like, 
is that something like if if I had a high school kid in here talking to you right now, mm, and right. he was like, "Yo, I'm struggling don't, in my yeah, classes," and, would I? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I might have to do this, but I may not. I don't know if I want to mm -hmm. because I understand that it's a grind and it's going to be hard and all of these other things. Would you tell a kid, "Hey, like, if this is what you got to do, this is a route to go because it can't end up. You can't end up out of Kansas or UConn or something after after the fact." Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Bang, bang on the table, my yeah. bad. My bad, but, uh, <laughs> Our producer giving us the skunk eye because cause it, he just told us right before we went on air not to bang the table. Tyshawn's yeah. been banging the my table. Bad. No, reality is reality, you know. So if it's, I'm not down in JUCO, the JUCO route, but if you can go to a prep school or something, right. because it's, it's, a, it's, it's pros and cons to junior college. Okay. Like if I need two years. Some kids are not even developed good enough to go to a Kansas or go to any like mid major. So right. sometimes you gotta go to that like extra a, year uh, yeah, yeah, go in and get prepared, go and understand how I can how I can affect a team, whether um um maybe not the tallest or you know what I'm saying, maybe not the fastest, but maybe if I'm picking up full court and right. shooting threes, I can learn that in junior college and maybe I can go to a you know, a lower level D1 or whatever, you yeah. know. But the time you get, like I came here with two years. So when I did, when I didn't red shirt my first year, it was all because I just spent two years watching Sharon, mm -hmm. John Shia, Patrick Beverly, all the guys I, yeah, KD, all these guys. I'm just like, all right, you know. Yeah. So I that, that play. played a, yeah, that played a major part of me, like trying to figure out what I was going to play my first year or not, you know. So mm -hmm. those two years that you get taken away out of ju JUCO is, is hard, you know. Yeah, opposed to just having a four at a, at a, at a university. Yeah, you got to come in two years. Like, ain't no or thousand, thousand you make your stand point, right. You, you got to make your stand yeah. right away. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's tough to do in come, college. Yeah. When you, especially when you're playing in the system with other good players and stuff. Um, but I just had to, like, again, I'm out, you know, everybody's route is different. Mine was different, but I thought mm -hmm. that was something – Interesting, because I know a lot of kids have to, like, there's more options for kids coming out of high school to figure it out, opposed to around the time when we were coming out. But I think um, a lot of kids have to go that route because mm -hmm. of classes, yeah. behavior problems, whatever the situation is, and they just can't figure it out. Um, and, I mean, it's good to have that option, but we know that it's not easy. And if you want to stay away from it, go to class, kids. Do your freaking work, man. Right. And just for life, you know, not to... For, oh, for basketball, sure. just the way you think, you know. I look back now, some of the things I didn't do you know, didn't take come, come back around, like for sure, you know? for sure. Mm -hmm. You obviously had a pretty good two-year run down at Chipola. Uh, mm -hmm. How many offers did you have from D1 while you're down there besides KU? A, a lot, honestly. Um, they were all coming to the gym to watch. You know, not only me, but mostly me, you know, and plus the um, the history that we had with players. Chipotle yeah. getting guys to D1s, huh? Yeah, we had two guys uh, go to Indiana with Tubby Smith, I believe. Was it Tubby Smith? No. What's the guy's name? Samson? Samson. Samson. Yeah, yeah. having Samson. And they were big, big recruits, like maybe four-star, maybe one was like four and a half, five, I don't really remember, but we always had, like, coaches down there, so I had all the all the coaches in the gym so i definitely had like a lot of offers how how, do, how we end up here how we end up in lawrence kansas 
could have probably went anywhere. Just yeah, yeah, for sure. Just like the way I, the way I was, like I wouldn't really want to be so distracted with things. So I wouldn't allow so many. Like during junior college, I went on junior college visits. Like yeah. only did three, and then coming to uh, Kansas, I only did three visits. Yeah, which I could have did way more if Kansas I wanted to. Where else you went? I went to Kansas. I went to Kansas State. Oh my god! So I went the to hell? Kansas one week. They, <laughs> Don't hear that very often. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went to Kansas. <laughs> right. No, I went to Kansas one week, and then the next week weekend I went to Kansas State. Landed in the MCI and everything. Uh, had to just, drive past Kansas. You just stay here. And me driving past Kansas, I'm looking at like the uh, Fraser Hall and all of that. And yeah. It's lit up. It's nighttime, so it's lit up. And I'm just like. Yeah, I ain't going to uh, Kansas State. Like, I already knew it was. And, like, and then I went out there in Aggieville, and I'm just like. Yeah, then you go there first, and they come even, to Lawrence, you're definitely not going to go back. Like, I went to Lawrence first. You went to Lawrence first? And well, I mean, Lawrence, either way. Can, Coach, <laughs> I was going to say, is there a scenario that it doesn't work no, out that either way? way? Coach had my boy down here, too. Julian Wright was my was like one of my really good like inspirations. Cause he he from the shot, too, huh? Yeah, he's from Chicago area. But he. Um, like, we played on the same AAU team, and he was a big deal, you know. Uh, and in the state, he was number one. But he was, like, number one. And, like, him and Gerald Green, Monte Ellis, we used to go, like, back and forth. Mm -hmm. But he was a – he's a big deal. So he, they brought him on a visit. So I'm just like, that's my boy, Jew. He had Sharon down here. So I was like, yeah. All but right, then I also well, went to Illinois after that, which okay. was a hometown. Who was uh, at Illinois at that time? Uh, Bruce Weber. Weber. Okay. Yeah, and they had they had a great Jeez, Bruce yo, Weber, Jarence Howard. Yeah, he was recruiting me out over there. K State and Illinois. Illinois was like they had, they had a team. I like well, that. yeah, Jamar it was Smith. All self sold players still there, wasn't it? Nope. Uh, they his players in the gym recruiting me, trying to get me to come. You know, um, Frank Williams, um, really good player from back in. He used to talk about Frank Williams a lot. Point guard, if you remember. Yeah, he was big though. Big guy, like number yeah. twenty-five or something like yeah. that. Um, Darren Williams was down. He used to tell me stories about D. Will all the time. Yeah. D. Will uh, used to hit me up, making sure I was. So, who was the coach at KU trying to? Who who was the self, coach? T uh, was I guess he was the guy that um, recruited me heavily. But I think Dooley had started. Dooley. Yeah, coach. Dooley coach the came. Man, by the way, shout out to Coach Dooley. That's my boy. Yeah. Oh, now y'all want to make up. I mean, we still got to get it in. But <laughs> I was going to say, we got to. We still got to box it out with you, my boy. <laughs> Dewey, man, that's a really, really, really good guy. Yeah, he, know the, he know basketball. All of those guys are cool, man. I was just with them. We were just with them yesterday. Yeah. You know, the little skybox. So when you got Sweet here, Tashaun, you weren't here yet, right? No. You're, you're, yeah, no. So me and X, so because he went to JUCO those two years, we came to Kansas the same, same year. year. So okay. I was a freshman, but he was coming into his junior year. Did you guys come across each other in the AAU circuit or no, basketball no, no. circles at all? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah I was two years yeah, older than him. Because two okay. years older than me, we would have never actually played against each other. Um, I don't think I've, I've seen him play before that, um, before we got here. But, I, I, like, I remember I remember getting recruited and Coach Self kind of listing out the names of kid, people that we had coming at the time. And – <clears throat> he talked about Mario the most probably because Mario had just had a really good year at JUCO. He just lost B-Rush and a bunch of wing players. So he was talking uh, like a lot about Rio playing a lot. But he like he said that in like a way with telling me like, but he's not really going to be like affecting your minutes, minutes right. but you're going to love playing. You know, he's going to be a person that's going to play a lot with you over the next couple years. Um, so again, I, I knew, I mean, obviously Coach Self sitting there telling me this. I knew Coach Self 
felt that way about him, and I obviously knew he wasn't lying. Like, he knew he, he had game. Um, and then we got here, and I remember, like, just playing pickup in the summertime and my first, like, like first time, like, playing with him. Um, yeah, I mean, Buckets. I, I, yeah, I could see it right easy. away. He was, hard, he was hard to guard for anybody. I mean, the Twins were freshmen at that time, and he was, giving, was, yeah, he was giving everybody fits. Marcus, Keith, T-Rob, when T-Rob came the next year, um, like a matchup problem, like a big guard kind of. So he, right. like a guard like me would be too small, but then he'd take the bigger guys out and be able, yeah. I wouldn't say he was too fast, but he great feet, um, knows how to play, like knows himself. He knew, like you can tell the difference between him and us at that time. Like those two years, you even though we were coming to school at the time, you can clearly see the difference between Mario and us, the freshmen. Right. Um, because he was a little more mature, he, he mm -hmm. knew his game. Like he knew who he was as a player. It felt like, um, but yeah, like again, like motherfucker got game. Excuse my language, but motherfucker <laughs> could play. Like just flat out could play. Still right now. Um, so on his t-shirt, motherfucker got game. Yeah, motherfucker got game. <laughs> <laughs> so the time um, logo, and then motherfucker <laughs> got game. Um, but yeah, I seen him in like one on one give like literally everybody fits. Like everybody pro pro players that. We love and watch multiple times a week during the NBA season. I've seen him give them fits, so um, I vouch for all every part of his game for sure. So off the court, did you guys click right away? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think our whole team. It was seven. It was seven of us. It was him and a Tyrone Appleton, who, who also came from a JUCO that year. Mm -hmm. And it was five freshmen: myself, Travis Rutherford, both twins, <clears throat> um, and then Quintrell Thomas, who also was a Jersey guy. Um, so yeah, we kind of we we, we, did, we did everything together almost like it felt like we was around each other all the time. And then the twins just being brothers, right. they were literally together all the time. They wouldn't separate, so we kind of naturally would go be around them. But it just kind of like <clears throat> we just always were together for. Mm -hmm. I know years. in previous episodes you tell the story when you were a senior, it was kind of like the older guys against yeah. the younger guys. Yeah. When you were a freshman, was it? It was just too many of us. They wouldn't. They even, wouldn't mess with the game. Guys. Wouldn't have been fun. <laughs> the game wouldn't have been fun at that time. Well, like, that's some pretty big dudes too. Like yeah. You got T. Rob, the twins, yeah. Mario. Oh, yeah, like, no, yeah, the game wouldn't have been fun at that time. <laughs> then it was like it was a bunch of walk-ons. Like we had when we first got here, it was like a team full of walk-ons. Because a, everybody, a yeah, right. everybody had left. So opposed to Sharon Cole. Morningstar was on scholarship, and I think Tyrell Reed. Mm -hmm. And then we had Connor, I think was a walk-on, ended up Big getting Mac, a scholarship. Yeah. Uh, we had Brendan Bouchard, Matt Kleiman, was, Chase, uh, Chase Buford. My, my boy's little brother on the team, Witherspoon, Brad? No, Brad had left Brad. the year okay, before. No, we know right. Brad, though. We know all Brad. Right. He, he used to be around a lot when we were, when we were younger. Uh, like our first couple years, he'd be mm -hmm. around coming to games and practices and stuff. Spoon, what up, Spoon? Shout out to Spoon. Give <laughs> Spoon a shout out on him. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I know his brother pretty well. Yeah, nah, Spoon a good dude. He coaches. He coaches at a JUCO somewhere. Yeah, man. Uh, Dodge City. I nice. think got nice. the head job at Dodge City now. Nice. Um, but yeah, we we we. I mean, we clicked. I remember. <clears throat> I, I I think I was one of the first ones here. Here, and I remember like having to go down and help everybody with their bags because I was like the, one of the first ones. So I would co go down. I remember Trav having like trash bags full of shoes <laughs> like we had like five trash bags full of big ass shoes um and i remember helping him i remember i I'm pretty sure the twins got there around the same time maybe a little bit later than us yeah, they came later than me later than you right yeah so, i think they came last yeah they came last you but yeah we i mean we pretty much clicked from the from the moment we all got there especially also that year what helped us is we had a preseason tournament so we got the Canada, practice. Right? Yeah, we got the practice. 
right. way earlier than normal because we had to travel for like a preseason thing. So that we had practice every day. We were, you know, two a day, some, some of those times. So we were like together all the time for real. <clears throat> but now speaking on that, we talked about self-recruiting you and being high on you. Now you get here and um, some things happen. He talked about injuries, mm -hmm. but you got hurt pr like pretty early, like like and almost like yeah, like during that little time we were like a little bit before we started getting ready for um, Canada. Okay, so now talk about how you think that set you back a little bit, like just your injury. It's definitely set me back. You know, when you come a place like this, like you need to be in shape, you need to be ready to go. Yeah, because next know? man up if you're not ready. Yeah, that as well. Um, but. Just having like a, a stress fraction in my tibia. Mm -hmm. If y'all know what the tibia is and the shin bone, you know. It's the long, yeah. the long bone. Yeah, pause. But <laughs> <laughs> I uh, definitely, um, definitely set me back. Like going through those practices and, and playing one-on-ones. And like one day, I think me and the twins were playing one-on-one. Uh, shout out D-Man. Danny Manning. Manning. He said uh, be down there when he had some... A little, little air left in his tire. Like, he used to be down Turn there. Turn around jumpers on y'all boys. I used to yeah. see him. Yeah, <laughs> he used to be down there playing with us. And just one time, I was just like, my shin is just hurting. Like, so I ended up going in. The next day, Cheddar was saying, I had a stress fracture. I need to relax. And at that point, I'm like. Relax? I got to go hard. I can't right. relax. And I'm not even used to being, like, hurt. Like, if it's going to be hurt, I'm going to really. Hurt. Right. Stress fracture is just weird. And it just kept getting worse. And. I had to really shut it down, and then I never really got a chance to like come back. Like, because yeah, another something happened right after. Right that. when I did get it, start feeling a little bit better, like um, X rays are showing that I can do more. Uh, yeah. You want to tell him what happened? Uh, so I think we were at practice. Yeah, and, I was, and he was guarding was me. really good practice too. Me. Yeah, we. I think we were doing like an offensive defensive drill, and he was guarding me and. Your shirt, your hand got caught in my jersey or something? Or no, I, my, like I was stop like, yeah, I was just like this with you. Like kind of holding on to me, trying to kind of push me into the way he wanted me to go. And I'm pretty sure I did like a like stop, a and, stop go and go. But they was on us about separation. Yeah. And his hands got, it just, yeah, just jammed right into my side. And I mean, yeah, I don't know my little third metacarpal bone, you know. He broke some bones in his hand. So that was like, again, he, he right has a stretch fracture. He, finds out you have to take time off of that so you, so when you say take time off that means you're like you're not really fully involved in all the practices and things like that you're taking like days off yeah. sometime and stuff so he really is like sidelined for this injury then he comes back x-ray start feeling good he starts feeling good coaches are feeling good about him we're happy to have him back breaks his hand or bones in his hand which yeah. anybody know about hands is like some really small bones it's not an easy fix um, so that sidelined them as well. So that pushed them back even more. And by this time now, again, we talk about the summer when we first get there, how much more we feel like he's just like mature and ready to go. And not that we caught up to him, but I feel like we just all were ready to go now at, right. at that time too. So it's like uh, the difference wasn't as clear. I feel like maybe we got a system now. We're playing. We're all playing in a system which we weren't doing just in the summertime when it's just free ball playing pickup. Now it's system. Now you have a a role you got to play for us to be successful. And um, I just feel like he never got to really get in his role because yeah. of his, his injuries. Yeah. Um, I Which think he, you caused one of them, right? Yeah, Is that sure. what I'm hearing? Yeah, okay. for sure. I always feel bad about that. 
He said I called I caused one of them. Oh no, no, no. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel no way about it. It was just the easiest role that I can set into was when I was in high school. I played the four, mm-hmm. three. I played whatever. Mm-hmm. So the easiest role for me to even have any success in at that time being sidelined and on one wheel and left hand messed up like would be before. Mm-hmm. So when we did go to Canada. I was probably practicing with y'all. I probably just got back on the court, yeah. you know, and then after that, I got back out of, off. Completely out of position, though, right? Like yes, that, because it was, it was so easy. Yeah, like to play because the court. your skill, because your skill set, your IQ for the game. So, be, putting you in that position and having to go against bigger guys, a little bit slower, who probably don't think the game the same way. I can see how that would be a matchup, like a favorable matchup for us, but. That's not your position. Even though mm-hmm. you can do it, it's not like you're not flourishing in that position. You're not right. really like, 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 like you're not you're not making the imprint that you want to make on the game playing yeah, that exactly. position. You're you're being a good team player and right. you're making the right plays and helping us um, because we can use you at that position. Like we know how beneficial it is to have somebody who can make the right pass or make open shots and be somebody off the dribble playing the four position. Now he has a big slow guy trying to close out to him or again. Big guys just don't think the game the same way guards do sometimes. Right, right. So him having that advantage was a great advantage to us, even though he was completely out of himself, like not right. you know, like not Completely. in his position. And we all knew that. I mean, even coach, even coach knew that. And coach talks about it to this day, um, as recent as yesterday, when he sees it. <laughs> yeah, like he talks about like how good of a player he was without being able to get the chance. Cosell might say that he was probably the best player he's coached that didn't really have a chance to, to, to play, um, which sucks, which sucks because on those great teams, he was a part of all of them. Like he was there practicing with us in them, like like a huge, like, 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 what do you call it? Like, because even if he didn't make an imprint on the game, who he is as oh, a person sure. in the locker room, right. Was Practice, like his room. attitude, right. the way he like his toughness was like in, in us all the way. Even if he wasn't on the court, you know, like he was right. a huge part of our success. Um, and I think people should know that about him. Like um, Mario had options to leave and go be who he was at other places, but because of like how cool we were and exactly. his importance to us, and how like you know this is our brother. Even if you're not playing, bro, you can't leave us or we'll be fucked up. Like that's <laughs> gonna make us feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. like. And he did it. He stayed because it's like, damn, well, we're going to keep winning. So hopefully the pie, you know, the pie yeah. is bigger for everyone when you win. So I'll get my time. Right. And mm-hmm. that alone says everything Carey. about who he is, you know. And I think that it's important for Kansas people, anybody, you know, Kansas fans. I know we're going to have a few watching that. <clears throat> His importance from that 2008 to 2011, those years where we lost 12 games. Yeah, it's, we lost yeah, six yeah. our first year, oh, then three yeah. and three. Right, right, right. Yeah, we lost twelve. We lost all the twelve games in, in three, three years, years. <laughs> and this guy was a huge part of that. Like busting our ass. Where he would have lost twelve games in one year at K State if he would have ended up going down the road. Miserable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been suck. It was suck to play against him though. I've been that's the only thing I can take away from like the journey, like the people you you meet. You know, like if I'd have went another school, I'd have probably had way more opportunity. Could have been drafted, you know. Coming out of junior college, I had an option to go to 
do that. Which is crazy. That sh- that tells you how good this motherfucker right. is. <laughs> that motherfucker yeah. good. Bro. I good. played pretty good at Njuko. Like, r- pretty pretty good. I never even heard that, like, knew that that was a thing. Right. That they would even allow that. But I was trying to think, has anybody ever been drafted from Njuko? Uh, I think, like, somebody was drafted in that same conference, but, like, years before Four. that. Yeah, it was, like, it doesn't happen, like right? 12, it does, six, like, I don't know, some years, a lot of years. You one of them. Yeah, but that was a crazy time. You know, you put your name, you even mess around with that draft. Like, yeah. you have to go. Ain't no coming back. Coming back. Yeah. Right. So I was just That's like, ah, I'm at this level. I don't want any distractions. Like, I'm this is where I'm going. So I'm not even entertaining the idea of that, which was seemed like smart, but. Now it seems like maybe you should yeah, have. You never know. You just never know. Yeah, those type of decisions, you, right. it's always going to be a left and right door, like, you know. So. Well, I thank you for not leaving us, bro. Um, like I said, you're one of my best friends, bro, in the relationship that we have, the shit that we talk about outside of basketball, life shit. Like, right. I think, again, those relationships that we built over those years and, and just, I mean, moving forward, like how we have stayed in in contact over the years of playing overseas and going through that ground together and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, yeah, those, like, again, those those three or four years were, like, very instrumental in my life and all of the people that were involved <clears throat> are really still near and dear to my life, even if I don't speak with them or talk to them. And you're a huge part of that. Um, so, yeah, we, we had some hell of a, we, like, we played some really good basketball. Um, we won a bunch of games. Um, obviously, he didn't get to be who he was, but with that being said, he was able to move on, right, and become a professional basketball player. Right. Um, and I think, again, that, that says everything about who he is as a person, his resilience, his toughness. Like, going to Kansas to be a basketball player, you're going to have opportunities probably after to, to play. Right. But um, seven, eight, nine, ten years, guys don't just do that. That's, that's a grind over there. So to be able to do that says a lot about mental toughness. But, again, just says a lot about his game. You read his numbers out. Yeah. You've been playing overseas for how many years now? This 11. Will be, this will be 11 coming I up? I believe, yeah. This will be 11 coming up, and he's averaged 15, 15 points. 15 points, yeah. And how, on how many teams and how many different countries? So this ain't one team. Yeah. He, go, he goes there and is this productive in Everywhere. every country with any different coach, language barriers, different teammates, different Ro- roles. Yeah. You understand? That right. says Rotations, a lot about who yeah. he is as a person and a player, bro. And I think shit like that. Because again, he, he said how he doesn't talk about and he doesn't do interviews much, and you know, right. again, as Kansas fans, we know the name, but we never got to Get see him story. be him. Right. And I think that's so important that people understand how fucking good of a basketball player he is and how good of a person he is, how tough he is. Um, yeah. So this yeah. is uh, this is why I love. I this feel like we would have been better if I had the opportunity. I yes, feel like we'd have no probably won. No way we wouldn't have been better. There's no way. I just feel like we'd have won a championship. I specifically, I specifically, like, that VCU loss, the like that junior year run, that year, mm-hmm. that year right. last year, like, you played a little bit, but, like, um, if just you being full Mario. Bro, just him yeah. in at his position, not at the four. Like right. maybe sometimes if it's a matchup, but him being at the three, being able to come off screens, make plays. Like, yeah, man. I just I, again, we seen it every day. We seen it because we had to play against him. So even when we he's on uh, the not the starting team, but we're having to practice against him, he giving us fits. Did Coach he, Self would did like. He, did he talk any shit in practice? Nah. No, he's, he he's my guy. Like, because he's a pretty quiet guy. But I never, I nice. never he's really a super nice guy, real trash quiet. Because but. it was just really us yeah. against 
coach, coach self. <laughs> the way he coached us and how he was back then, yeah. he would create we like the craziest bonds. Like harder, bro. Yeah, we had the craziest bonds because we about to go basically to war, basically. Against like, him and everyone else. And it was, his was like mental, like yeah. mental war. Like we had to get through whatever he's throwing at us. And we're not going to be able to do that if we're not together, bro. There's no way. There's no he'll way. Pick, like, he'll see. We're talking about him. Yeah, we talking about him yesterday, how he got on me about something one time. And Rio was like, well, you did kind of like, and I'm like, bro, no. I'm like, <laughs> no. no. Ever. <laughs> I'm like, no. You know he was just going dumb hard, bro. Like, but with that Is that the said, time he made you run stairs? Is that right? The exact time. It was over a, a fucking pass that I couldn't get right for whatever reason. And Rio's basically like, yeah, you couldn't make the pass. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I know it was a hard pass for me to make at times, but it didn't, I didn't think it deserved the, the treatment. In that moment, I didn't. But I understood, like, he, I felt like he knew I was going to have to make this for a couple more years. Like, I was going to have, this is going to be important. Like, this is going to be an important play for you to make. You got to be able to perfect it. Not just be okay at it. You got to almost be able to perfect it. Um, but with that being said, you're completely right about that. It was us against him, and we treated it like that because he would have his moments, bro, and he would be really hard on us and could break literally. Like, if you're having a bad day, he'd see that and would test you to see what he could get out of you and how you would, you know, go through things mentally but be able to lock it in when you get in between the lines because um, he's, I mean, he's great at that, you know? Right. Getting the best really, out of you even yeah. when you don't think And as a possible. kid, as a kid, you're thinking this is the bro. toughest thing ever. You know, probably with y'all kids. I don't have kids, but right. you see them act and get emotional. You're like, you really think you're, you trying, huh? You really think this is uh, like the worst thing ever? Like, grow, get older, and and see. So as a as a kid in high in college, you looking, he get to yelling. We like, oh man, he yelling. I mean, oh, we about to run, or oh, it's the <laughs> end of the world. Just start turning like, uh oh, well, this and this go anyway. And he wasn't even like really that mad. Like we asked Dooley yesterday. Like I asked yeah. Coach a lot. Like he was never really. It was just the mind games. Like Coach Dooley tells me yesterday, he goes. He goes, you, you know, the funniest thing is, like, you guys are up here, like, watching the game with us and having a good time. He said, you, you know, we'd have, like, a, a morning practice and kick you guys out or be screaming at you and come up here and do the same shit we're doing right now. Like, and they high-fiving, kicking shit, just chilling, right? And we'd be going to our dorm rooms. Sick. Like, we, we, just had, like, we just had the worst practice. He's pissed at us, like, reevaluating our whole life. And they up there cheers into whatever the fuck they cheers into, not even thinking about it because as players – that shit goes with us. As coaches, it's their job. So right. they take it home sometimes. Right. But sometimes they know when to leave that shit in the office and go be dads and husbands and all of that. Let me ask you something. Because your first year, I used to see you like this, head down in the shower, like head down, like just water, just like raining on them, like for the 35 40 minutes after we'd already been in there for, I, can't do it, I don't man. know. I can't do this. I can't play for him, bro. Like, you're in that state of mind, and they probably somewhere high-fiving. That shit's crazy, right? bro. It's crazy. <laughs> it is so crazy, bro. So is that the like the master plan is for now the brother brotherhood to come in, protect you, be with you, and now bond oh, together? Bro, but the after that shower, they'd be already in the room probably playing video games, and that's the first place I'd go. I probably wouldn't even go to my room. I'd go right to their room because I needed to be around it. I needed to know that they saw that and know that, yo, all right, we feel you, bro. Like, that was crazy. Or or maybe, bro, like, nah, 
he was right, but he went hard, or like you know, right. like you need you, you need, need that. Something. You can't just hear it from him. If you're wrong, he's gonna tell you, but you can't just hear it from him. It's like your mom or your dad. It's like, mm -hmm. like okay, now he's just fucking with me. Like, was I really wrong? So when you go and you sit down with your bros and y'all not really thinking basketball, but obviously it's on your mind. Like, bro, that shit was bullshit today. And he'd be like, nah, it really wasn't. But he might have went a little hard, though. Like, or he could have probably not said that and just let you go. He was on me a lot all the way till I left. It wasn't like mm -hmm. my freshman year and that's it. Like, he was on me a lot. And a lot of it I, I brought on myself. <laughs> just being, a, a, you know, just being an right. asshole, a college kid, whatever it is. So in who came before you, you got to understand who. Who really messed it up for a lot of people? Sean Collins. We'll, talk about <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll touch on this when we when we talk to him. But but yeah, he did make it hard because Sharon was so good and got away with a lot. And I wasn't that good. I wasn't that talented. I had to be on my job. I had to be on my shit. Himself had to be on me, and he was, bro. And it was like those moments you're talking about are crazy because I visually like I can I remember being in that state what I was thinking how I was feeling and to know that he would just go home and be like oh hi Cindy I was thinking like how's everything you know what I'm saying like what's for dinner and then come back and the same thing again like damn Tyshawn that was a terrible fucking pass now I'm like oh my god you know like really like contemplating this shit like is it worth yes. dealing with this and all I could tell myself all the time is Coach Hurley was worse than him. That's what I would tell myself all the time. Like, Coach Hurley, Coach Hurley was worse. Coach Hurley would call me a motherfucker all the time. Coach Hurley would yell at me about like this. Coach Hurley would do this. And I was a kid, like a 16-year-old, 15-year-old. I'm a man. I can handle this. Like, Magnitude, though, at Kansas. Like, the pressure of it. Yeah. The pressure that, of yeah. it. And, feeling, and, and the pressure of also knowing, like, we had Kansas, bro. This is Elijah Johnson coming next year. Not that I know that, but that's, the, you know what right. I'm saying? This is Elijah Johnson coming next year. There's a, this person coming next year. Right. If I'm not doing my shit. Somebody going to be there waiting. <laughs> like, there's a dog coming every year. And so that alone also, and just calling back home, you know, I'm like, bro, you've been through, you, you could, bro, he, I yell at you more than that. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know what I mean? So just having them, having, you know, the people, for sure. And I know for real, I feel like again, going through his injuries and going through the things he's going through, being sidelined for so much, like us coming home and we rushing home from games, watching SportsCenter and shit, just want to see our highlights and shit. He was in the room with us. Probably, ain't no telling. Like this with a yeah, but he cr cricket smile. We like. never felt like he was on some like, right. and that should be me or that. Like, right. we, he just was there. He was just part of, uh, we were just together. Yeah, no, for like, sure. We was, I was together. And so... Yeah, bro, we needed that. Like, we all, we needed each other to get through that. And mm. when they left, the twins left, and then he left that, that year, it was me. And obviously, we had, we had T-Rob came after us, but T-Rob was our boy, Elijah was our boy, but that was hard. Even as a senior, knowing Coach Self really well, it was hard, bro, because we, it's like. We talked about that. You don't know. Me and the twins is like, dang, plod, we leaving plod. Bro, like, that was hard. And it's crazy because I came out, had a great freshman year, right? Like, I probably. <laughs> Could have left before at all of them, mm -hmm. probably, if I knew, you know, if I knew. Right. Um, so, yeah, to get to a senior, the twins left. He was a senior, so he left. These are my guys. Quintrell had left. Travis was still there, and me and Travis were roommates, and we was playing, so I loved that. But me and Travis are so different, which I love. We work together as roommates, but we're so different. These are my guys. Like, every day, I'm with these guys every single day. Um, so that was crazy. Like, that was crazy. Me and T-Rob didn't come out of our room. Like, we didn't want to go out. We didn't want to hang out. We just was like... Let's just get this shit over with, bro. Like, let's just play the best basketball we can play and get out of here. Because it didn't feel the same. Right. And 
the basketball was still the same, coach was still the same, but it was like when I go home, I'm going home to chill. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going like it. It felt like an NBA team. Like you just going home now and come back and go to work the next day, and that mm-hmm. was it. But yeah, this is my brother, man, and love him to death. I think uh, obviously he got the short end of the stick when you talk about basketball at Kansas, but he's made so much out of it that you can't really even feel bad for him, right? Like it's hard to feel bad for a motherfucker who just continuously just shows and proves that he is, you know, mm-hmm. resilient and capable of so many things. So, um, again, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, we can sit here and have this conversation all, all day, day long. Yeah, all it's day. so interesting, um, man. But we're going to see how uh, tough he is because I'm going to bring out my oh, almost 10-year-old daughter, Chuck, and we're going to we're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna do some Chop It Up with Chuck, and we're going to bring her out, turn up the heat a little bit, do some, Sup, rapid, do some rapid fire questions. I don't know why she's not coming out here. Sup, we need you, Chuck. It's your time questions. to shine. Here we go. Chopping it up with Chuck. Because you're a way, way better looking host than this guy. Welcome to Chopping It Up with Chuck. We're going to play Would You Rather. The rules are simple. I'm going to ask you a question, and you have to choose one or the other. Ready to play? Yes. Let's go, Chuck. What you got? What you got? Those last questions were good. Yeah. Would you rather have the ability to shrink to the size of an ant or grow to the size of Godzilla? I would like to be a fly on some walls, I think. I think I'd like to shrink because I could sneak my way in certain places and get get a get a get a get a view of things that I probably wouldn't be able to see, hear things. Yeah, I'd probably shrink. Same. I definitely would choose to shrink to the size of an ant. Would you rather be in constant pain or have a constant itch? How constant is it pain? Like, is it like really bad? Like, from the scale of one to ten, how con- like how painful? Ten. Itch. Ten. I I take the itch. Yeah, I take the itch. Cause you can scratch well. the itch. You can't. I mean, it's irritating. It can drive you up a wall. But yeah, but pain constant probably be worse. That sounds torture. What are you trying to do to us, Chuck? <laughs> Would you rather undo a past mistake or never make a mistake in the future? Damn. Undo a past mistake or never make a mistake in the future. That's a mentality. That's just a where you're at mentally. How you feel about that? Yeah, because I don't... That's pretty tough. I, I, just, I just hate to say that I would, like, want to change my past. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just go forward knowing that I'm going to be perfect. So, yeah, I'd probably... Future, yeah, the yeah. Future. I, I don't know why we agreeing on all of them, but yeah, my boy, yeah. Would you rather wear a shirt containing a link to your last five hundred visited websites or your last five hundred messages on your phone? <laughs> I'm not answering this. Neither. I'm not doing either <laughs> one. No need. Nobody needs to see my Google searches. <laughs> It's my business and Google's business, all right? That's tough. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to... Yeah. Nobody needs to see my text messages either. Mind yeah, your business. Messages, yeah, the messages. Not your business. My phone. I sent some messages to that I don't know. Chuck playing fed games over here. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, you, you fed. You fed time. <laughs> you <laughs> 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 You're going to pass on that one, though. Would you rather... 
bathe your grandpa or have your grandmother bathe you? Bathe your bathe With grandpa or have grandma bathe me? Grandma bathe me. Yeah, grandma got to give me a little backwash. Because grandpa <laughs> yeah, I'm, can't do it. That's grandma's job. She bathing everybody, us and him. I, mean, I, I would, though, if I had to bathe my grandfather. You got pop, pop. respect. Pop, pop got to stink. I ain't watching no... <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, gotta watch the pop you gotta pass that. You gotta pass that. Can't watch pop pop. Ancestors, bro. You gotta like. Nah, for sure. I'll do that. For sure. Rest you got to the OG. In school, what is the one thing you did that got you sent to the principal's office? Say it again. The one thing. Well, real probably got a bunch of things. <laughs> the one thing that I remember doing and getting in a lot of trouble for was <clears throat> when I was in sixth grade. We used to do this thing where the crossing guard was in, in, the, in the street and she would like stop the cars. And one of my friends walked in the street with the crossing guard and when she stopped to go back, he just kind of laid in the middle of the floor so none of the cars can come. She would be like, get up, like get up, get up. And so like, it was like a thing that every day somebody else would lay in. Mm. My mother was like walking up as I'm laying on the floor, bro. I think that's the last time I got like a, like a spanking. I was in sixth grade and she got the belt out and whooped me for that. That was like the last time I remember. So it was pretty dumb. I don't know why we were doing it, but hey. What was the question again? Cause what got you to the principal's office? I got suspended for that. So I got an ass whooping and I also got suspended, <laughs> which is why that, that's the answer to the question. Well, when I was in second grade, last time I got sent to the principal's office, my teacher walked past me with 50 discipline notes. Like, this is 50 discipline notes right here, Mario. You should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm just looking at it, walk past me, going to the principal office like, 50? Like, geez. Y'all writing me up for everything. What the hell? Okay, <laughs> breathe grade. here. Second grade. Yeah, so, get it. All right, that concludes this. Wait, 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 wait. You can't leave that easy, Chuck. I need, to, I need you to answer that last question. What mm. was the last thing you did to get sent to the principal's office? I'm looking at you. Oh, you don't, are you shy now? <laughs> got the answers. You got the questions. No answers, though, huh? What'd she do, Chambo? I never got to into the French That's course. what I'm talking about. That's really the answer I was looking for. Yes. Good job. Okay, now you can finish your segment. <laughs> Sorry. That concludes this episode with Chopping It Up with Chuck. See you next time. Thank you, Chuck. Ooh, left my boy hanging. <laughs> Appreciate you, Chuck. Thank you. Those questions get better and better every time, All too. Right. Jeez. Thank you, Charlie. Very good segment. Good questions. I'm a little disappointed they didn't answer a couple of them, but that's all right. Mm -mm -mm. That's all I got, man. What do you guys want to finish with today? Um, let's talk about overseas. We're talking about year 11 coming up pretty soon. We got any offers? We got any, you know, what's going, next what for Mario? Yeah, what's, what's, what's going on? Where can um, the people find you at and watch, like, check you out if anybody interested in following the rest of your career and just seeing what's up with you on a day to day? You can give out your hand, your Instagram, yeah, your hand, all that's that type of stuff. All I really can, you know. I try to be a little bit with Instagram uh, when I'm in season, post the um, next game or what I did, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and I do get a little love from Kansas uh, yeah. fans and other places I've been, though. So that's good to know, you know, when people so reach out to you, it, bro. you know. But what I got on the table, I got a few things on the table. But my past couple years, I went early, and I haven't been, like, so happy, you know. So trying to take my time and gives me time enough to 
do things that I uh, don't really get a chance uh, mm -hmm. to do. I really came to Kansas around this time mm -hmm. and forever. Mm -hmm. um, It'll be good if you can hang around long enough to sneak a basketball game in before you go. I don't know if you'll be around that long, tough. though. Oh, no. It's always tough. It's tough. But, yeah, I mean, I got things going on, um, some off-the-court stuff I'm doing. Uh, just trying to bring in more. business mind, right? Yep, getting that together. Um, so. Yeah, that and still hooping, you know. It's definitely been a great journey and – yeah, year 11 is coming up, so I want to make it, you know, stress-free. You know, last year was This would have been my 10th year. That's crazy. That's big time to play 11 mm -hmm. years overseas because 11 years in the NBA is hard, obviously, because the wear and tear is many games. But when you a NBA veteran or you're an NBA guy, you know you're going to come back and get a contract every year. Overseas guys may be in a different country every single season with a different coach and different language, like – Multiple right. multiple teams some seasons. So to get that amount of longevity in over there isn't easy for one. Um, and, it, again, that just says a lot about who he is as a person all around. Um, right. Because mentally I'm checked out. <laughs> like I, <laughs> Mentally I can't go back over there fighting with teams and money. Yeah. And you're like I just mentally am completely checked out. Physically, of course. But mentally it's just a, it's a grind, bro. And I can – I'll probably have a couple more guys up here that have went through that process and will tell you how hard that is. It's not easy. Right. It's not for everyone. No. I um, played a little time. To, I mean, I not everything has been, you know, Europe. I did do D-League like two years, yep. a little time with uh, like a little hot second. I did summer league. And that's why I never really, a lot of people say like, man, you should have, you shouldn't went to Kansas. You shouldn't have did this. You should have played, you should have did that. I never really got, like, felt any type of way because I was grinding and I did have an opportunity yeah. to play NBA. Yeah. You know, I just chose to go the overseas route. So, yeah, all those people that come up to me and be like, yeah, you should have played, you should have did this, Kansas, this, that, and third. I don't have no resentment. Everything is love. Like, even the players that played – more than me. Yeah. Still is all. Everybody yeah. love Rio, bro. Yeah, like, like Rio is the one guy that <laughs> for real could probably get a group of guys together. Like if like if Rio was to reach out to certain people, um, he'd probably be the one that could get a bunch of guys to to like a dinner or like a party to set up a party for someone or like if he was trying to surprise somebody, like he would be the one to do that because everyone like you know like respected for one, him, res liked respect him, yeah. him so much. Uh like, so what you're saying is we should have the timeout podcast with Mario Little hosted by Rob? He's going to kick me off my own show. That's my brother. We can Mario, host it. He can co-host it with us. Mario. He ain't kicking me off. <laughs> well, Bazooka nah, might stand with me. So if I get somebody else that can do what he do, then y'all got it. Oh, no, man. No, Craigslist. No, no. Craigslist. No, we Craigslist. I could get we it. We definitely got to get some behind the scenes work in where we can, you know, continue to get players in, you know. Um. They like me over here, but I know they love some some players out here. Definitely, yeah, you gotta get some. Get some. I'm gonna say this about episode now. We we gonna try to get this TBT uh, tournament, uh, tournament team together this year. So we got. Um, you, you're more than welcome to to not coach us, <laughs> but to come to a game and watch if you want. <laughs> but um, we yes. gonna try to get a TBT team, a TBT team together. So I'm gonna be reaching out to a bunch of guys. Yeah, I think the fans hope hopefully it. in that process we'll be able to get some uh, some some guests too. So. Fans um, here need it. 
You know, summertime ain't nothing yeah, happening. They love it, bro. You know, Kansas fans go crazy about basketball. So we got ten guys who they haven't seen actually play in a Kansas uniform in five or six, seven years or some shit like that. They go crazy. We we know that because we do stuff like this in the summertime, and it has great turnouts. And so and so, I know if, as players, if we did something like that, I think it'll it have the same effect. Um, but it's just hard for whatever reason, guys' schedules and playing right. and stuff like that. But it's hard. But we're gonna um try to figure out like again to go back to what I'm saying he he is a person that could probably do it though because everyone would respond to him like everybody would look at it like oh that's real that's he, it's, it's coming from a place where it's like we know he's not asking us for shit or he, he's not like, trying to like get <laughs> from a place like, of love yeah man. like right so again good dude one of my favorite people in the world again I appreciate your time brother um best of luck and everything obviously I'll be in touch with you and be talking so to you so when you be yelling at me and all of that like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this up like yeah, it's all my guy yeah, all right. my guy, <laughs> my geyser. That's all I got, man. Mario, thank you again, yes, sir. sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Out this Make sure you follow us, like us. Go to YouTube, search "Time Out" with Tyshawn Taylor. Find the channel, subscribe, like. This is episode five. five. Okay. This is episode we're working number our five. Way up. We're working Two our way plus up. three. I see the connections. Here. Oh, yeah, we got my boy, my boy, twenty three on episode five. I see what you did there. See? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get from my uh, Instagram. All right, so what, what can the people expect from us going forward? I know we are live. We're doing this now, and it's going to be, like, put out. But is there something after it's put out that they could be, or we just kind of wait for that? We got uh, some big things coming up, I think. We got yeah. some, uh, we're getting some merch made. We're going to give away some merch. Okay. We're going to do some live episodes, hopefully, in the future with our uh, boys over at Johnny's. Um, boys. So sponsors so so far so far, but uh, we're on our way up. So they got in on the ground floor, but we got some. We'll be able to do some questions at some point. We'll get uh, if you get on our Instagram feed or YouTube and put some questions out from Mario or Tyshawn or as we're talking, they'll be able to. Yeah, they'll be able to. They'll they'll be able to follow along live and ask some questions. So we got a lot of things coming up as we're just getting started, getting growing. Um, It's been huge having guys like mario come and tell their story and uh we'll be able to get into more more topics other than just basketball i know basketball is huge around here and you guys have such a basketball iq and the knowledge but we're also human beings we're also fathers there's you know listen to mario tell a story about getting in school and doing better in school i mean to me that hits home with having three kids and so for him to be able to be up here telling that story we're not just a basketball podcast yeah. it's going to be life it's going to be things that translate in basketball but also is going to help people outside mm-hmm. of basketball so to hear those kinds of stories uh Absolutely. it's been it's been great uh appreciate you guys having me on here but we got a lot of big things coming up uh so please subscribe like follow us and stay tuned we'll have more episodes dropping soon Yes, sir, Steve. And that's a wrap. Mm.